Well, hello, Masterpiece Women. I hope you're doing wonderful today. I am Tina Raines, and I'm the host of Masterpiece Women and podcast. And it is such a pleasure to be with you today. So today we're talking all about fear and overcoming fear. And fear is one of those things that so many people I know struggle with their mindset and with fear and overcoming it. And so I wanted to just talk about a few ways that we can overcome fear so that we can thrive in our relationships. We can thrive in our businesses. We can thrive in our communities because fear does not come from God. So I thought, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about fear, but let's talk about how did people in the Bible resolve their fear? Because there were people in the Bible, weren't there, that were so fearful of what what they were going to do and when we think about overcoming fear it's such a powerful 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 emotion and the reality is we can overcome it and we need to overcome it we need to be intentional to overcome fear because it will hold us back from god's best from his best relationships from his best calling in our lives it will hold us back and so Let's just look at a couple of the leaders in the Bible. One of the ones that I always think about, and I think about their mindset and how they started. And if you go back to our podcast on Exodus, it was amazing to watch how Moses, Moses in the Bible was such a powerful leader in the Old Testament, wasn't he? In Exodus, what did God do? He called him to what? To lead, to lead the people, the Israelites out of Egypt. That was a huge, big deal. And what was Moses's response? Me, God? You want me to do this? And remember, he was even saying like, well, I can't speak. I can't this. Who do you, he gave him Aaron, didn't he? And then in Exodus 4, 2, he says, <clears throat> God says, now go. God says, now go. But when you think about, even in Exodus, so even in Exodus, when he parted even the seas, what happened? They put their feet in first and then he parted the seas, right? He didn't just part the seas. So in Exodus 4.12, he says, now go, I will help you speak. He told Moses when Moses was fearful and he's like, oh, no. You know, he told me he would teach him what to say, didn't he? He'd give him Aaron so that he would have his, his partner to help him. He gave him the tools and he will give you the tools as well. If we will <clears throat> focus on him and we will focus on improving our mindset continuously and really working on it because our mindset holds, our minds, our thoughts hold captive all these things from our past that we need to let go of. So it's really important for us to look at ourselves and evaluate where are we with our past? Have we forgiven the people we need to forgive? Have we let go of our past and moved on? Or are we still harboring things like rejection? Because what happens is if we still harbor rejection, what happens? Then we're afraid that we're going to be rejected again. So we don't step out of our comfort zone to build relationships. We don't step out of our comfort zone to go do new things because we're fear of rejection. Oftentimes when I'm coaching leaders in sales, their biggest fear is what people will think about them and what will they 
um, say about me if I'm selling something. The reality is everybody in business is selling something. Everyone's selling, whether it's a service, a product, they're selling something. So if you're a business person or you want to start your own business, but you've had fear holding you back, go do it, girl. Go do it. Do it like Moses. He did it. He was scared. He was scared, but he did it anyway, didn't he? And what did God say? I will help you. I will provide you with everything you need. And so it's super important for us to realize the importance and the value of really working on a daily basis on our mindset. Our minds are so powerful and they, they shape everything. They shape our thoughts, our emotions, our actions. We typically work from a place of subconsciousness. So if in our subconsciousness, we have not cleaned house and we are letting fear overcome us, then our mindset is still staying back here and holding us back. It's like being pulled with the rope. It's like being pulled with the rope backwards. We want to let go of all that stuff because a positive mindset, really, it enables us to see the good in situations. It enables us to see the abilities that God's given us. It enables us to see our strengths. It enables us to see the good in other people when sometimes when our mindset's negative, all we see is the negative in them. Have you ever been in a relationship? I'll never forget. When I was married, I came to a place that I was so angry and so hurt and so bitter that all I could think about was all the bad things about this person. And oftentimes when I talk to married women, they can't even see any good in their spouses anymore. But we do this, we coach this marriage retreat. One of the things they talk about is think about that time when you first met your spouse and just close your eyes and think about it and think about how that felt. Like when you first had those feelings for them, what was that feeling like? What was it like when you dated? Well, what it was typically what the response is, is how beautiful it was. But then you talk to someone a few years into their marriage and they're like, yeah, well, all I can do is think of the, you know, they did this, blah, 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 you know, all the negative things. And that's what they're focused on. Well, a lot of that's mindset. You choose to see the best in people and especially your spouses. And when your spouses know that they can trust you with their feelings, when your spouses know that it's a safe place to be able to share your feelings and be authentic with them, then, and to be, to just really give them the benefit of the doubt. And they know that you're not going to assume the worst of them, but you've got their backs. It changes their mindset. So us changing our mindset improves their mindset as well because they see that. And when we have a positive mindset, it doesn't just affect our spouses, it affects our kids, it affects everybody because our voice, our words have so much power. And if we're living in fear and we're living in a negative mindset, we are taking away our power. So girls, get your power. Think about in Philippians 4, 8, Paul reminds us what? To think on everything that's true that's noble, that's right, that's pure, that's lovely, that's admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. We want to think on those things. And in order to do so, we've got to be filling ourselves on a daily basis, don't we? And making the time. I actually just had an amazing meeting with someone today. And 
she said to me, she goes, I just really started being more intentional about my quiet time. I used to read my Bible, but now I'm really waiting until God speaks to me in his word every day before I stop. And she said, you know, it's so transformational. Like, I feel so different. My life is so different. My husband's doing it now too. And it feels so different. And I thought, yes. That is what it's all about. That's so awesome. And it challenged me because there's some mornings I don't do that. And so it challenged me to remind myself to really stay in that place of a positive mindset and not let fear set in and not let negativity sit in. I have to focus on making sure that I'm not just doing my quiet time to check off the thing because that's what good Christian women do, but I'm really spending that time listening, hearing hearing from the Lord when he, um, when he speaks to me. So let's, let's talk about a few of these other examples that God gave us in the Bible. He says, think about Joshua. So I was thinking about like, who are those Bible leaders? They were fearful, but God chose them anyway, didn't they? He didn't, he, he chose leaders that were fearful at times. Joshua had some really big shoes to fill, remember? And I can only imagine how overwhelmed he must have felt in regards to that. And the prospect of leading such a large group of people must have been very, very scary. But what did God do? He encouraged him. In Joshua 1.9, God said to Joshua, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. He's with us wherever we go, ladies. So no matter what you're going through, whatever difficult times, try to go back to the scripture and focus on what's lovely, what's excellent. Think about those things, ladies, because if you'll focus your things on those, and when you have those tough times, if there's someone that comes against you or they speak against you or a relationship's not going well, if you'll stop and take a minute like now it's it's kind of a funny practice because I share it often. Like when I have a situation where someone irritates me, I stop and I breathe and I literally go and I have to remind myself about the things that I'm grateful for for them. Can I tell you, it switches my brain like that now. That wasn't easy for me before because being from abuse, being from a life of scare, scarcity, being from a life of um, difficulty in the past, that didn't come natural. That came as a um, product of intentionality and being intentional to practice and practice until now it's automatic when I have negative thoughts. I hold them captive and I catch them. And I don't always, I, let me rephrase that. There's times I don't, but most of the time I can now, whereas before I didn't catch any of them and I could go into a spiral downhill really, really quick. I don't know about you, but my brain could go from one you know, extreme to the other in about two seconds. And now when I have those thoughts, I'm so much, and if I don't, what I will say is it doesn't take me long to go, oh, why did you react that way? What were you, you know, what were you feeling in that moment? You know, what was coming up? What triggered you? And it used to make me mad when my husband would say, well, did that trigger something? And I'm like, that's not an excuse for you to act like that or say that. <laughs> He's like, no, but I could just tell that your reaction was much bigger than 
as he described, he goes, you kind of hung me like um, I killed somebody instead of um, I stole a candy bar. <laughs> you know, the, the penalty, the, you know, the um, sentence was so much bigger than the crime. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, I actually did. It triggered this and this. And so it's wonderful to have someone that you give the freedom to hold you accountable, to ask you those tough questions. If you're not married, get an accountability partner, a coach. They're amazing to help you navigate through those things and help you keep your mindset pure and lovely and where it needs to be so that you can flourish in whatever God calls you to do. Think about Esther. Esther, Esther ended up risking her life to save the people from annihilation, didn't she? She was she was terrified, terrified to approach the king to ask for help. But she knew if she didn't, what was going to happen? So she had to keep her focus on the why. And I'm going to encourage you, when you're working through your mindset, keep your focus on the why. In Esther 4.14, her uncle Mordecai had said to her, and who knows, but that you come to your royal position for such a time as this. When you keep your focus on your why, God can use you and you do the right thing and you do the thing that God calls you to do, no matter how scared you are and you do it, he's going to use you in that moment to do whatever it is he called you to do. And that's really what Esther did, right? For such a time as this, he calls us for such a time as this in whatever direction the Lord is calling you. If we will trust and overcome our fears and go step into whatever God's calling us to do, just like Esther did, the sky's the limit, ladies. The sky's the God can use us incredibly for his purpose, for his, for his pleasure, whatever he would like for us to do. So I'm going to encourage you today, what is it you're afraid of? And we have a whole program on mindset and a whole program on um, setting goals and part of mindset's all about the fear and overcoming fear. And so I want to just, you know, emphasize that today. Fear comes from a root. And you think about 2022, what was the big fear? Oh my goodness. Fear has ran rampant the last two years in the Christian community and all over the planet. Fear has just enveloped people. It has consumed people with the epidemic, fear of catching it, fear of losing a loved one, fear this, fear that, fear of not having enough food, all these fears that people have gone through. It's been paralyzing for so many people. And so we need to step into the place where God's called us, let go of all that fear and really remember what did God say? He said in Timothy 1, 1, 117, 2 Timothy 1, 17, he said this, for God has not given us a, what, spirit of fear, but of power. We have God's power within us to overcome any obstacle that the enemy throws against us. We have to go into battle, ladies. Ephesians 6 says, put on your armor. So make sure that you're putting on your armor. And he finishes that scripture with, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You have a sound mind. 
and you have to protect it with the word of God. You have to protect it with that intimacy with the Lord and reminding yourself of what the word says about you, reminding yourself about what the word says of the strength and the power and the abilities that you have. I, you know, who I really love too in the Bible as she's such a great example of a leader, but once again, she had to overcome fear, didn't she? And that was Deborah. Think about Deborah and her story that you find in the book of Judges. Think about Miss Deborah. She was a prophetess. She was a judge in Israel. Well, there weren't a lot of female judges in Israel then, were there? She was wise. She was courageous. She just went and got it done. I'm like, I want to be bold like Deborah. I want to be I want my mindset to be like Deborah. So I'm just going to go do it. And um, you think about how she helped all her people, didn't she? She helped all her people overcome their enemies. It was incredible. I'm sure there were moments she was so scared, but what happened? She did it anyway. She trusted God in that fear. And so Judges 4, 4 to 7 says this. It says, now Deborah a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at that time. She held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites went up to her to have their disputes decided. She went for Barak's son. She sent for Barak's son of Abinam from Kedesh and Fatali and said to him, the Lord, the God of Israel commands you, go take with you 10,000 men of Naphtali and Zebulun and lead them up to Mount Tabor. I will lead Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give him into your hands. That's what you call brave ladies. Let's be brave like Deborah. Let's be brave. Her leadership was crucial to the victory of the Israelites over their enemies, wasn't it? So amazing what God can do when we step out and we're bold and courageous in him. And that boldness and that courageousness, that power comes from one place, comes from that relationship with our Lord. She was not afraid to take charge. She was not afraid to trust in God and to really trust him for the plan for his people. And we, even as parents, I think about that. We have to trust him for our children. We have to trust him for our relationships, for our businesses. And I think her, her story is truly inspirational to all of us because when we step out as leaders, we can be the powerful leaders that God's called us to be. And we can do whatever God calls us to do if we'll trust in him and we'll trust in his strength because the strength we have in us it's not our strength. It's not us doing it. It's the Lord giving us the strength. It's his power within us that makes us victorious. So if we can remember that and we can move forward in that, we can go so many places that we never dreamed of because that is who our God is. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. That is the power of truth of the word. And when you think about what we need to do to stay in that place, the reality is we really need to focus on a daily basis how 
we need to intentionally, intentionally work on our mindsets because it's very easy for our mindset to get away from us. And suddenly you're in this foul place and you're not, you're not thinking positively. You're not trusting in God. You're trusting your own strength. It's not going well, or you thought God told you to do something. And maybe he did tell you to do something, but it's not going the way you thought it should go. We just have to release it and trust and keep our mindset of whatever it calls me to do. Even if he changes the path, I can do it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know that's tough some days when you're building business. Sometimes that's tough. So I'd want to encourage you, especially if you're an entrepreneur, focus on your why. You know, I got off a phone call today with um, the founder of one of well, the business that I'm helping to launch. And she was talking about that. It was so beautiful to me. She was talking about all about her calling uh, to change the lives of people. So when the tough times come and she had some difficult times launching the business, she just keeps her focus on that and on the Holy Spirit and knowing what God wants and staying in that path and hearing his voice. And it's what sustains her. It's what got her through. I mean, this poor woman has had all kinds of things come after her. The enemy has tried so hard to overcome her, but yet God has overcome the enemy because she has a power of the Holy Spirit in her. She has a power. And when we have that power, we can overcome anything. We can walk through any fire, just like um, Meshach and Abednego, right? We can go through anything and we still will overcome it. And especially fear, which is such a big one. If we'll just keep that positive mindset and truly taking those steps every day. It's not just every once in a while thinking about, but really staying intentional, spending that time with God, spending time in prayer, reading the word, having that time with him, waiting till you hear from him, that you hear his voice, that you can really center your thoughts, center your thoughts on him and the word and what you're reading the Bible every day, you're praying, but you're saying, Lord, what is it that you want me to receive from this today? And really take that truth and apply the wisdom because he's going to show you something if you'll just be still and listen to him and spend that time waiting till you hear from him before you go for the day. Oftentimes we're so busy, just check, 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 check. Okay, I journaled. Okay. But have we really sat and been still with him in Psalms um, 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. We're willing to take that time with him. We're willing to spend that time and be quiet with him. He will bless it tremendously. And the reality is he's going to be exalted on this planet. And what a blessing that he can use us when we're staying still, hearing from him, and we know the direction he's calling us because it's all about glorifying him on this planet. So I'm encouraging you, maybe challenge yourself the next week doing your quiet time. Will you wait? Will you stop and wait until he speaks to you in the word before you stop spending your quiet time? I hope you'll do that this week and really help you cultivate that intimacy with him, number one, but also cultivate your mindset because when you're you're speaking that truth of the Bible into your mind and you're repeating it 
and God will show you. He'll reveal to you some of those triggers that you may still have. And then he'll give you a scripture to counteract it. And you can write it out and write it out and write it out. And eventually that'll be your truth versus that negative feeling or that negative thought. His truth will then be your, your thought. And that really is what it's all about. Mindset's all about is changing, reprogramming our minds. And the Lord created us in a way that we can do that. It's so powerful to know that God created us in such a way that we can reprogram our minds. We can cultivate a positive mindset by staying in the word, having a great coach or community. So make sure you get into the Masterpiece Women community if you're not already. Having accountability. Make sure you have an accountability partner that can be real and raw with you and say, hey, something going on with you? Someone was sharing to, with me today about their boss not just not showing any fruit of the spirit she's a christian but that she would just be foul mouth and be mean to people and different things like that and there's no fruit being poured out from her and i thought to myself oh what a shame because that woman is in a place of authority now i don't know her and i don't know what that looks like so i'm not judging the woman just saying just that was the first thing that came to my mind is when people see us that way, it's just sad because people know in their business that she's a Christian and she's behaving that way because her mindset's not in a good place. And who's talking to her about it? Who's challenging her with her mindset? Who's challenging her with her you know, words or the way she's treating anybody? So you really want to make sure that you have somebody in your court that will challenge you and will question you when you're when you're being negative or you're, you know, not being the best version of yourself. Make sure you have a coach or an accountability person that'll do that for you or get in a group that'll hold you accountable because Proverbs 27, 17, one of my favorite scriptures, as iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens another. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. That's what we're here for, is to sharpen each other, to be the best versions of ourselves and to help others be the best version of themselves. So we want to work on our mindset. We want to get rid of the fear, go out and do whatever God's called us to do. And let's be that light to the dark world so that when they see that, they want to emulate that. Because whatever we're whatever we are sharing, it's going to multiply one way or the other. You're either going to spread good news or you're going to spread bad news. You're going to spread negativity or positivity. Which would you prefer? So I'm going to encourage you today to really take some time with the Lord. Ask him to reveal anything in you that is not of him. Anything in you that is holding you back. Any fear that you have that's holding you back. And finally... One thing that's really, really important is to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with equally yoked people as well. People that will pour into you, people that are positive, people that will inspire you, that they will motivate you, that they're hopeful, that they're supportive. There's nothing more difficult than to be in a position where you're trying to build something or you're trying to keep your mindset positive and being surrounded with a bunch of negative Nellies. 
do not surround yourself with those people. Now, God said to be in the world, not of the world, right? So you may have to be in the world and have people around you that are not Christians that, but guess what? It's your inner circle that um, are those people that will surround you and motivate you so that you can be that light to these other people and they'll start wanting what you have. So that's really what it's all about is making an impact out there where, wherever God's called us. So in Proverbs 13, 20, he says to walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools, what suffers harm. So really choosing to spend time with people that want to grow, they want to thrive, they want to be better. They want to cultivate great relationships. They want to cultivate um, time with God. They want to cultivate their relationships with the Lord. Those are the people that you want to have in your small intimate group so they can hold you accountable. They can help you. They can challenge you to be the best version of yourself because that's that's what God's calling us to. He's calling us to step up and step out, go do whatever he's called us to do. And it's so valuable, valuable to have those people around us. And it is so powerful to help us overcome our fears too. So Think about this quote. I'll leave you with this quote from Nelson Mandela, who said this. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers the fear. So we all experience fear really at any time of our lives, some part of our lives, we're going to have fear, right? It just, it's part of life. But what we do with that and how we respond to that is truly what matters. How people see us respond to it is truly what matters. And so we want to um, constantly be investing in our mindsets. So if you're not doing something for that, ladies, hop on our website, grab the, um, on the main page, masterpiecewomen.org. There's a, an assessment on mindset. Check it out, test yourself, see how your mindset is. And then um, there's some tools that we can provide you with helping you with your mindset as well. You can hop in our membership, 30 days free, work on your mindset, work on positivity, conquer your fears. I want to see all of us become more victorious, less fearful, and be the conquerors over fear and be stronger than ever for the Lord to go out and do whatever he's calling us to do. So thank you ladies for being here with me. This is my heart is that we would just know whose we are, know how valuable we are because we serve such an incredible God. He's so incredible and he's so powerful. He can overcome any obstacle. And we want to be the leaders that God's called us to be. So I hope you come back for the next episode of Masterpiece Women. And we thank you for being here with us. And until then, may God bless you tremendously. And may he just fill you with peace and joy and no more fear. Go do it scared, girl, if you're scared. God bless you, ladies. Have a great, great one. <laughs>